Welcome to the Banking on Business podcast presented by Horicon Bank. Banking on Business is aimed at helping entrepreneurs grow their business with practical strategies you can start using today. We are all about engaging our local business community and connecting with other small businesses to raise each other up. Hosted by yours truly, Grace Bruins, marketing officer at Horicon Bank, turned podcaster, at least for the next 20 minutes. Welcome to the Banking on Business podcast. Today, we're going to be diving into the topic that is top of mind for growing businesses. How do you find the right employee for your open positions? That's where our expert on how to interview new candidates comes in. Welcome, Renee Peterson, to the Banking on Business podcast. Thanks, Grace. It's great to be here. Renee, you are the Talent Acquisition and Development Officer at Horicon Bank. What does that mean? That really means that I help our managers to fill open positions that they have within our organization. I work with our senior leadership to determine where the needs of our bank for open positions, and then really creating strategies and doing what we can to create a culture at Horkheim Bank to encourage candidates to apply and then filling those positions ultimately. So you're pretty busy, is what you're saying? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every day is different, but every day is busy for the most part, especially right now with the economy and the great resignation that we have. We have really seen a shift in the way that we hire and recruit our candidates. I believe just in the last two years, I'm sure it has changed completely for you. Just since in the last two months, it's changed. It's, It's interesting how you really have to keep up with the trends and things that are happening to make sure that we stay on top of seeking those qualified top candidates. That's exactly what makes it a great topic for our listeners, especially right now. But before we dive into that, Renee, I want to get a little bit of your background with a rapid fire intro to the expert. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Renee, where are you from? I'm from Horkon. And what was your very first job? I had to feed and water the pigs on the farm. Okay. $20 an hour. $20 a week. I was going to say $20 an hour. It was the early 90s. How long have you been in the position of interviewing candidates? Probably 12 years, but having the role for the last 10 years. And what do you love about what you do? It's just very interesting. I feel like it's a position where I'm the type of person where I always want to be growing in skills and knowledge. And when you work in HR, just HR in general, it is a position that it takes your full career to have the knowledge. Like, I think the goal is that when you retire is the point where you feel like, you know what, I think I know everything in HR. I think I'll quit. But it is, it's evolving. It's changing. It's always interesting. I feel like it gives me the opportunity to almost have knowledge about our growth and just things that are coming in the pipeline before a majority of our employees do because I am in the forefront because I need to make sure that we have the qualified staff to be able to support our growth and opportunities that we're seeing. And then for a lot of my career, or probably the first half of my career, and before I worked at Horcom Bank, I had the opportunity to work in customer service. And I feel like this is still customer service, but it's in a different way. It's being a customer service to my colleagues. It's customer service to our candidates. And just having the opportunity to be out in the community and share who we are in the way of culture. And it's just a really fun place to be, especially right now. All right, last question. 
What is your favorite local restaurant? Oh, gosh. I have all kinds of them. Um, let's see. If I'm in the Horkon, these are supposed to be quick answers. If I'm in Horkon, it's the Rock River Tap because they have the best salads. If I'm out and about, like this morning, I was in Fond du Lac Fresh Fit Cafe. Good choices. So now before we head into our topic on sharpening interview skills, I'm going to go into our marketing minute and you just you just gave me exactly what I needed. Renee, you I like said, food, right? <laughs> What's yes. your favorite food? What's your favorite thing to get at the Fresh Fit Cafe? In Pancakes. Pala? Every time. Every time. All right. So did you know that most of the food used in advertising is actually inedible? Ah, oh. I know little disappointing. But food styling, as it's called, makes the food unsafe to consume. So ice cubes are actually acrylic and mashed potatoes are pretty versatile. For example, to avoid melted milkshakes in the studio, some stylists will substitute mashed potatoes. So when you're looking at that ice cream sundae that looks delicious, mashed (laughs) potatoes. That's what it is. And coffee, Hmm. this one, this one got me. Coffee, when photographed, coffee tends to have a very oily sheen, so it doesn't look very appetizing. The solution is to use soy sauce. Suddenly iced coffee on TV, just not that delicious anymore. You wouldn't want a big drink of that. No. Now, what would you guess a food stylist makes? What do you think their average salary is? Oh, my gosh. I... I don't know. $69,000 a year. $69,000 a year. Wow. It obviously takes some creativity. Yeah. You've got to think of a lot of substitutions and. Right. Yeah. Pretty interesting. I guess it keeps you from eating your display. Right. I'm sure that's the biggest problem that they face most of the time. (laughs) All right. Let's, let's get into our topic today, Renee. How do you, as an interviewer, how do you prepare to interview a candidate? Really, it depends on the situation. I feel like no situation is exactly the same. So the first thing that I do once we have some qualified candidates is we always include the manager in those conversations just because the manager is the one that really is going to be spending the career at Horcom Bank with that person, or at least for the upcoming near future. So the first thing we do is really engage the managers in those conversations. We want them to be helping to determine which candidates we are going to interview. And then we spend some time talking with the managers, especially today. It's really important that we follow the requirements, uh, the labor law requirements, along with being a bank and a member of the FDIC. We are audited by them also in the way that we interview our candidates. So everything is very closely scrutinized. So we always want to make sure that we have an experience for every candidate that's very similar. So after having a conversation with the manager to determine their comfort level with the interview process itself. If it's a brand new manager, we schedule some time to really talk about the process and what they can anticipate, what we want the candidate to anticipate. And then from there, we really start focusing on the actual time that we're going to spend with that candidate. So the we have some interview questions that are already, you know, 
we have certain positions that we're filling those positions. You know, f- for example, our frontline positions, there were, it's a constant need to fill right now. And so those positions, they don't require as much time and thought and preparation prior to sitting down with that candidate. Our interviewers uh, that are doing the hiring and the recruiting, they're very familiar with that position. But sometimes there's a position that becomes available that it only becomes available every couple of years. And that's when we really have to spend a little bit more time. I like to spend time with the manager. You know, what's most important about this position? What kind of skills, what kind of technical skills do they need to have? What sorts of soft skills does this candidate need to have? What does it look like? You know, what does a day look like? Just so that I, as the interviewer, can be comfortable with what that candidate can anticipate. When you're in that interview, is it you and the manager Correct. interviewing? Okay. Typically, yes. Do you typically lead that or do you let the manager lead with questions? I like to have it more of a conversation if possible. We do have interview uh, questions. So the interview questions, sometimes there's questions that we cannot ask our candidates. And I feel like that's really my job, right, as the talent acquisition manager of this whole process. So I provide the managers with interview questions. That way, it doesn't take a lot of thought on on their end to be able to come up with, you know, what can I say, what can't I say. So the managers are pretty much staying on script very often. But then I like to think of it as I'm also interviewing the manager and asking the manager, you know, while the candidate is there, you know, maybe some things that the candidate hasn't thought about that I know would be a common question if you're considering a new job. So a little bit of both. Uh, We like to share more information. We like to talk about our culture. So I feel there's things that the manager is really the expert in. So I let them speak during those times. And then I feel like I'm more of the expert on the the culture and the history of Horicon Bank, if you will. All right. So you're not just filtering the candidate's skills. You're really helping the candidate filter a little bit about Horicon Bank so that they know if they are going to be a good fit as Mm -hmm. well. And that's really a shift that we've seen where it's really the candidates market, right? There's a ton of jobs out there. We hear it all the time about people that are changing jobs or trying something new or just uh, with everything that's going on. It almost has shifted from when I first started doing this, you know, 10, 12 years ago, where it was more so the employer had that edge, right? Like we had all these candidates that we were, we were the ones that got to decide. And really now it's, it's equal where the candidate has to decide that we are the company that they want to work for also. Renee, I graduated college into a recession. So I was definitely in that first part that you're describing, you know, of your career of, I need a job. So I'm sure that I can fill this role. I can do it. Mm -hmm. It was definitely more on the employer, I think, to interview and understand my skills. And I don't think at that time I had the option to maybe be as picky. I, I needed, I needed work. Bills to pay. College bills specifically. (laughs) (laughs) So that is a really interesting shift, especially lately. You've been doing this a long time. So how soon into an interview do you feel like you have a sense that this person is going to be a good fit? How quickly does that happen for you? Sometimes it happens really quickly. Sometimes it happens uh, within their first three months of employment. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, it really depends on the position. If we're looking for a position that is going to be customer facing, that's going to spend a lot of time having conversations with our customers or in those sales type positions, you know, really early on, I'm, I'm going to be sensing what that feels like. I envision me being the customer, if you will, or, you know, a situation where I meet them for the first time, whether it's via Teams interview or in person. What does that look like? You know, are they inviting? Do they have that general customer service vibe to them? And that, I think that's really important early on. But sometimes you don't necessarily know all of their tendencies until you really get into the day-to-day -day of their job. So I like to think of it as having a sense of whether they are a good culture fit for Horcom Bank. And that can be, mean a variety of things, but I think that's something that I can tell early on. How long did it take you to sort of develop that sixth sense? It's still tested every day. <laughs> you know, I don't think I can, can always say 100%, you know, but I think it's also something that I've just naturally had a tendency to be able to feel in somebody. And I think that goes back to my own customer service experiences and, you know, just wanting to, I have a passion for engaging people and just communicating and collaborating and sharing information and just how that is received by others, I think I can pick that up very quickly. And that I think is closely in line with our culture. So along those lines, what qualities do you think make for a good interviewer? I think to be a good interviewer, you really have to be quick on your feet. You have to be thoughtful about your conversation, but still be able to listen to what the candidate is saying. That was something that early on was really hard for me where you're asking these questions and then you're moving on to the next question. And sometimes candidates, they just say, you know, have this really brief answer. And we want to dive into what that answer really means or ask follow-up questions or ask them to elaborate or, you know, be able to be quick on your feet to ask those follow-up questions, but not be so into what your next question is going to be that you're not really fully engaged in that conversation with that candidate. So it's very much dependent on active listening, responding appropriately. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can see how it get tough to not get wrapped up in your questions, especially if you have a list that you really need to get through. I could find that very difficult. You want to check those off. Right. Keep moving. Yeah. So what are other interview tactics or strategies that you use with a new candidate? I've really been trying to think a little bit more outside of the box, aside from these traditional questions that we've had. And especially with our internal candidates, you know, our open positions that we have, we don't just think about them as external candidates, but just in line with our culture and who we are, we always want to be able to grow our employees as internal candidates for that next step, right? And really thinking about the type of work that they're going to be doing and being able to see how they're able to apply their current skills 
skill and knowledge towards that next position without necessarily having to have the right answer. You know, asking them an essay question or asking them something that they need to bring with them. I'm part of a volunteer organization and I um, I sit on their HR board also and it's what prompted the idea where it was a communications director that we were in the process of hiring and they had to actually write some content and we had to see just what graphics they used and how they, we gave them a very broad, you know, you have unlimited resources, pretend you have unlimited resources and you know nothing about the company and tell us something, you know. And uh, we d- we've done that with a few of our internal interviews also where uh, we asked them to write a policy or we asked them, you know, we have this thing that is lurking that we need to really step up our game on. Tell us what that would look like if you were to get the position. And it doesn't have to be, they don't have to give you the right answer necessarily, but it's really like the presentation that they do it or just thinking outside of that, those traditional, you know, what are your strengths and what are your weaknesses? I think those are good questions to ask, but also in what other way can we get the answer to what their strengths are by engaging them in the work that the type of work that they would be doing potentially. So how do you think as an interviewer, you can improve some of those skills? Practice. It takes a lot of practice, just researching and learning about what, you know, I've worked for the company for a long time and I've been in this position for a long time and there's benefits of, of that. But then there's also, you know, I've been doing it a long time, so it's hard for me to get out. You know, sometimes you get in that rut or you get in that, you know, got another position to fill, got another position to fill. And really having that mindset that you need to stay fresh with it. And even if you are an expert interviewer, there's always ways that you could change, make it more interesting or make it more fun. And when I first started doing it, when I was first an interviewer, I would practice with employees. You know, uh, they would answer but then how do you how do you get them to you know like I said earlier expound on what their response was so do you have any really interesting interview stories whether good or bad over 12 years Uh. of interviewing (laughs) any that really stick out to you (laughs) any that I can talk about on a podcast (laughs) um you know every once in a while you just get this like too good to be true feeling and sometimes, you know, it's like a little snag in your rug and you think you're just going to pick at the snag and then it's going to go away. Like there's something in their story that just can't help but to tug on it a little bit. And then all of a sudden it completely comes unraveled and it turns out that some of the things maybe they were saying weren't exactly what they were saying. And especially we saw that when it was really hard to find a job, right? Some people get to the point where they felt like they needed to maybe elaborate on their story or maybe they did things, they said they did things that never actually happened. And they were some pretty big things that, so that would be like the in-depth thing um, more lightly on the surface. Like I never want to see undergarments in your interview or just like I, I can only imagine the types of things <laughs> there's, yeah. you've seen. It's interesting. But yeah. for the most part, I mean, there's just some amazing people out there. And sometimes 
I wish I could hire all of them. <laughs> Unfortunately, apparently we have a budget and it doesn't work like that. But it's just so amazing to meet so many great people. And for the most part, it's some really great people. That's great. So Renee, here is where we get to get a little inspirational for our listeners. Okay. As you know, Horicon Bank is the natural choice for banking, and that's not just a tagline. It's a commitment to being environmentally friendly, supporting environmental causes. So in that spirit, I am going to give you an interesting animal fact, and I'd like you to turn it into a piece of inspirational advice for our listeners. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Did you know alligators can grow for more than 30 years? And they often don't hit their full size until they're 33 years old. You know, I think going back to what I was talking about in HR, where you just, you never really finish growing, you know, and when you're done growing, that's when you retire. And I think that is really what this position is about, you know, continuing to, to grow and mature into the role. And then once you're grown, then you can retire. So HR is is the alligator, yeah, of their organization. And I feel like that's like that for many different roles and in many different careers. Where I feel like we continue to grow so much, and just me as a, a person professionally, I hope I, I hope I never hit thirty three. I hope I continue to grow, right? Um, it because you always want to grow in, in knowledge and skill, and I think that's what makes me the best that I can be in my position. And what makes a great workplace, too, that allows you to continue to grow Mm -hmm. until you hit 33. Yeah. Right. Done. (laughs) All right, Renee, I appreciate your time today. But before we wrap up, I'm going to ask you for a piece of actionable advice for our listeners. So what is something that you hope our listeners can take away from today and put into action right away? I think with interviewing, just to remember that it's so easy to get into that rut and to recognize that they are interviewing you as much as you are interviewing them and to really bring to the table what your organization can offer to that candidate and to provide a window into the culture of your organization so that candidate can really, when they leave there, just be able to envision working for your company. All right, Renee, I appreciate your time today. Thank you for advice. I think this is really helpful for listeners to sharpen their interview skills, especially as they're looking for that right candidate to help them grow their business. Thanks, Grace. Thanks for tuning in. To stay in the loop on all things banking on business related, visit horiconbank.com slash banking on business and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you.